two, three. Episode of the Music Guys, the podcast about a couple of guys just making a living in the music industry here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. My name is Al Rowe. I'm a guitarist, singer-songwriter, record producer, mixing engineer, general music dude. Uh, coming at you from the beaches. Uh, happy 2023, everybody! It's been uh, it's been a it's been a wild uh, ride the last few years. Hopefully. Uh, you know, hopefully this one's all right. Knock on wood. Uh, Mike Hebbs is my co-host, guitarist, backup vocalist, composer, educator, producer, recordist. Just a guy. Welcome to our first uh, episode in 2023 that we're actually recording in 2023. Yes. How are you feeling about the new year? I, um, I mean, this is a deep cut. Do you remember Forrest Gump? I don't think I've ever seen that movie in like <sighs> in its entirety in one go. Okay, well, I weird. sent Will a meme of Forrest Gump wishing Lieutenant Dan, who's like got PTSD and just super depressed, and he like just lost both of his legs. It's yeah. like, Lieutenant Dan, Happy New Year's, and <laughs> Lieutenant Dan is just like, ugh. No, oh, I'm God. kidding. Uh, but I, yeah, I feel good about it. I mean, mm. hopefully stuff keeps trending the way that it has been. It seems like... Me and all my buddies, and uh, including yourself, are you know we're just getting better stuff, getting better work, uh, living better lives, having kids, you know. Yeah. So Get married, have kids. What did you do for New Year's? I think you hung out with my brother, didn't you? I was. I was going to ask you the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I did hang out with Will, yeah, uh, and Rich, and our well, Will's fiance, and. Uh, my wife and Rich's wife and our children. Uh, we all went to Taroni on Queen West, which is a like high-end, I don't know, like high-end's the right word for it, but it's a very good Italian restaurant. Italian. The best pasta I've had in maybe ever in my whole life. I'm not in sure. Ever. Um, yeah, I had a ravioli with duck con. Confit. Oh yeah, <laughs> confit. Yes, yeah, uh, you supposed to say that. Uh, and mushrooms and truffle oil, and it was legendary. So, so this is gonna sound really dumb. What, yeah, is duck confit like is that like a meal, or does a duck have a confit and you were eating it? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. My guess uh, get is that it's like that. It's you know? the way it's prepared. That's yeah, my guess. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. style of dish. But yeah, maybe you are eating the confit of the duck, you know? I'll eat your confit any day. Uh, what did pl- you get up to? Yeah, I played a gig. It was a strange gig. Oh, uh, nice. I was playing with a DJ. It was just me and a DJ. And uh, there, there wasn't a ton of people there. Like they wanted me to like, kind of get out and roam around and get in people's faces. And I was... Uh, you know, a little bit more hesitant just because it was it wasn't the right vibe, at least earlier in the night. But uh it was cool. Uh had a fun time. 
made some money. Where were you? Was it a corporate thing or a public thing? thing? Yeah, it was a it was a public thing, but like a corporate like company. I guess companies are corporate. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, we were we were in bed. I was asleep by eleven fifteen p.m. You missed like we were the dawn of a new year. Yeah, but like I. I, I don't know, man. It was my speed of New Year's Eve celebration. Yes. Like dinner at four thirty, home by seven. You know, yes. winding down. Baby goes to bed. Watch a movie. See you later. I, to be honest, I'm I'm right with you. Uh, it was great. My roommate wouldn't change a Stayed thing. up until eight in the morning uh, with some buddies, and I, I don't think I don't think I have that in me anymore. You know, God no. I'd be paying for that for a few weeks. Yeah, no doubt. Um, well, let's get into the topic today. Uh, but before we do that, we'll quickly uh, mention that uh, folks can support the show by sharing it with their friends. Maybe you know, maybe uh, sharing our Instagram posts and their stories, mm. or you know, just letting people know, uh, hey, you know, this podcast I'm listening to is not bad. You should check it out. We'd appreciate it. You can also check out our Patreon.com slash Music Guy podcast if you like to uh, throw a couple shillings our way here oh, in January. We'd appreciate it. I don't know it. how much the conversion is on a shilling, but I'll take it. <laughs> Get your and, rich uh, uncle to uh, join our Patreon. Become yeah. a top subscriber. There you go. Elite tier. Angel investor. Um, as always, you can reach out to us, musicguypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on social media at the same handle. Uh, what are we talking about today? We're talking about music industry and the competition that exists within it. Yes, sir. Mike, this was your your sort of topic to bring. So, what do you? Uh, where do you want to take us on this journey here? So, I feel like all the stuff that I talk about when I like, you know, have my my ideas uh, on this thing, they're very like they sound very competitive. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like how to be the the best musician and how to be better than everybody else. And I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty competitive person only in music, uh, literally in nothing else. Like I could, couldn't give a shit about anything else, but, um, but I, I think I have like a healthy balance with it now. So yeah, the idea is just talking about, you know, competition in the music industry. Uh, is, is it a competition, you know, some good aspects about it and bad aspects about it. And, how I see stuff, and I want to see how you see it as well, because you seem to have a better balance about this. Same with Will, my brother Will, mm. has a good balance of it. It's like, yeah, I'm trying to be good and do well, but you know, I'm not too worried about what what other people are doing and stuff like that. You know, I see. So, yeah, you know, you really seem like you got a chip on your shoulder. You know, <laughs> I'm a chipped boy. I don't know where I got I'm it saying, from. I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, uh, no, I agree. But it's funny, I like hide it sometimes, you know, like when you really get to know me, it's like, oh, I'm really anxious about if I'm doing well or not, you know? And I meet certain guitarists, uh, Dave Kirby's got a really good grip on it as well. We were talking about this. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I'm just always kind of like, you know, want to be good at music and, you know, want to play good gigs and enjoy life. And I'm like, I wanted to do one of those things. <laughs> good gigs. Uh, and- comparison is the thief of joy. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's what this is all about. So I mean, the first thing that I sort of wrote down is the music industry of competition. Uh, and obviously, if we're talking about the industry aspect of it, and we're doing a capitalism, then yes, 
it is a competition. Um, but it doesn't have to be like defined by that. I don't think, but music itself is not a competition, you know? Um, if say for instance, you're an artist, it's not really about, uh, you know, being better than people. You can make art that doesn't even reflect on anybody else. You know what I mean? Um, there are certain musicians where it's like, this, this person's not even in the same fucking universe. So, I mean, there's that. What do you think, Al? You're going to say something. Uh, Well, I do kind of think that competition is woven into the music industry. I mean, like you're saying, it's, you know, if you look at it as a business, then for sure. But even just like culturally, like how many articles or lists have been written, like the greatest albums of all time, the greatest guitar player ever, the greatest soul, the top 25, you know, singers of all time. Human nature. The, right. So people just want to do that. They want to have those conversations. It's fun for, I guess, like critics or, or just regular people just like, well, who's the best? You know, who's the, who's the best? Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I, I think to, to say that it's not a thing and be like, well, you know, just don't worry about it. It's not really a thing. Sure. You know, is, uh, a bit like misguided and maybe, um, disingenuous because it's, it, it's, it, it exists um, I think at, uh, in, a, at a, in a fundamental way, economically speaking, because like, you know, there's only so many, uh, only so many jobs, uh, and yes. in music, there's like very little money to be made and there's a lot of people who want to do it. Right. So right off the bat, you have, and uh, you know, the potential for a competitive sort of space there. And then, um, and then the way that, I guess, you know, people on our level are not really maybe perceived in this way, but I think the way that we all look at the greats, see, even that I've got categorizing the greats implies that they're better than everybody else, right? And, uh, I mean, you know, so the the way that, you know, people relate to music as a pop culture thing, also kind of by definition – it's a comparison, you know. Yeah. Or the, or the top songs are, of right? 2022. Yeah. Who's the top artist of 2022? Like all these conversations have been had, right? So, um, so yeah, to say that it's not a thing is disingenuous. I'm kind of repeating myself here. So, what I think is important to figure out is how to relate to the essence of competition as somebody who's in the industry and like trying to keep your head on your shoulders and trying not to like get yourself down and stuff like that so that yeah. that's the way that i would sort of try to and also it. not to fuck other people over you know <laughs> like that's another thing yeah well, for too. sure yeah not to, to stay wish true to your own, upon your your competitors you know yeah it's staying true to your own sort of values for sure as well you don't want to become some kind of cutthroat person that you you know would look at from from a third person perspective and be like this person's a jerk like you, you, don't, you don't want to be like uh, what's his face in the wedding singer when uh, Adam Sandler's singing about how <laughs> fucked up his life is, he's, like, <laughs> he's losing his mind. I'm reaping the benefits. Uh, but yeah, that's the idea. So I, I mean, I've never struggled with it in that sense. I mean, there are elements of not me wishing ill upon people, but you know, I'm not concerned about, uh, you know, I should, I shouldn't be as concerned about like, Oh, this person's sounding really good. I got to keep up with this, you know? And I think it is kind of a guitar player thing though as well. Like, like lead guitar players, uh, we're very competitive. But so I, the next thing that I want to talk about is like, when is it a good thing and when is it a bad thing? Or maybe why is it a good thing and why is it a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I had a really unique, 
not unique. I'm sure a bunch of us actually, it's not unique at all. I'm sure all of us, uh, the way that we learned our instruments, um, would be like, we had buddies who played music, you know? Yeah. That's like what I'm always trying to get my students to do. They reach a point where it's like, I've taught you everything you're going to care to learn and focus on. If you want to get to the next level, you need to get some buddies who play music. And so I had my buddies who played music, uh, Dan and Alex, um, and uh, they were all guitar players too. And my brother was a guitarist as well. And, uh, you know, we'd be constantly comparing and, and like sort of, you know, being like, oh, I can play this. Can you play that sort of thing? But it was like super healthy. It was never like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, fuck, Danny can play all of Fade to Black and I can't. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe in a joking way or maybe like very lightly that, but it was never like, you know, it was never a bad thing in that sense. So I think competition can be a good thing, um, you know, in ways uh, to motivate you. That was part of the the draw of it with my buddies. It's like, well, he can get this good, so I can probably do that too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think that that's like really healthy. I think it gets like unhealthy when it's, when it's like you don't want, you, you almost don't want competition, you know what I mean? When you're mm-hmm. like, I hope nobody gets better than me. Because, or I hope nobody does better than me, or you see somebody, you know, getting an award and you're like, that person doesn't deserve it. I see that all the time. Oh, that yeah, person's not that totally. good. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we're all guilty of that. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I definitely, I do find that our industry is very competitive. Um, the biggest thing that I, that I always have to remind myself, um, that my therapist told me, this is a I'm trying to think how many years ago I went to therapy. Shout out to therapy. Yes. Shout out to Kate Cissery. Um, she was saying that uh, comparing myself to others, especially at our age, is kind of like not entirely useless exercise, but it's a very, it's not a good idea, you know? So say for instance, if I were to compare myself to, do you remember Brian Dickinson? Yeah. So Brian Dickinson, prodigy, guitar player. Um, and like, I remember when we were at Humber. He was a piano player. Oh, sorry, not Brian Dickinson, his son. Ah. Uh, yes, his son. So his son, insane guitar player. Okay. Uh, and say, for instance, if I were to compare myself to him while I was at Humber, like the dude is an insane guitar player, you know, even comparing myself to him now, uh, many years later. So, uh, but his life is different, right? You know, the way he's learned music, uh, the advantages he's had that have afforded him to learn it. And obviously, you know, stuff like maybe he's worked harder, that sort of stuff, you know, when he started music, all that stuff. Uh, So comparing myself to him and perhaps, or even the success that he's had, I don't actually know career-wise, but comparing myself to like another guitarist, like say for instance, uh, you know, Ricky, Ricky Tilo? Yeah, I know Ricky, yeah. Yeah, I don't know him personally, but he plays for Lady Gaga. And he'd be like, oh, at, at, his, at my age, he probably was playing with Lady Gaga. And it's like, so almost a useless exercise. Uh, and so she said that you should compare yourself to yourself a few years mm. ago. Yeah. And right. like the idea that you're making progress, um, which I thought was really neat. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Um, I think... Man, I got yeah, I got a lot. I got a lot of ideas here. Mm. Um, so, first of all, I think like 
we could agree that a zero competition atmosphere probably can't exist and shouldn't would yeah. be a bad thing, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If there was no competition at all for whatever you were trying to do, then I, I don't see how you would uh, want to improve and do better. You know, or you, you it, couldn't improve or do better because then you'd be better than someone, and that would make it competitive. Somebody would right. be like, "Yo, you can't do that." Well, even if you're just like strictly competing with yourself, I guess, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're still, you know, that's still competition. But I mean, if you were in a situation where it's like, well, I'm the only guitar player in town and like I play for a few, you know, artists and like there's no there's no other options. So like I'm just going to, yeah. you know, it could be pretty easy to like not <laughs> improve. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, like, no, be, I've been guilty of that. Right. Like yeah. I think we could all sort of see how that might go. So um, and I mean, man, there's like there's I mean, there's the famous story, which I'm probably going to get wrong in many different ways of like. The Beach Boys versus the Beatles or whatever, where like sure. the Beach Boys heard Sgt. Pepper and then they were like, whatever record they were working on, they're like, yeah, this this just isn't good. Like, listen to what the Beatles just did. And then they did Pet Sounds. Which is an, uh, as a result, such which a great is record. An amazing record of, yeah. of theirs, right? So, so like, the, you know, I don't know. Who knows if I told that right or if it's fully true, but that sort of concept. You heard it um, here. The Music Guy podcast. It's official. Yeah. Quote Al on it. Official. Quote him uh, on the COVID too. Quote him on yeah. the COVID. What well, he said. This, yeah, that's right. Official. Um, so I mean, there's got to be some sort of middle ground or or place where, like you're saying, like competition is a good thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm sort of looking at it, it's like wh- where where it is like competition end and like inspiration begin that's exactly or like vice it. versa right what i was gonna say so like i i oh no i stole your I no stole that's your okay there. that's i that's what i wanted uh so like i was at the brian adams concert um at the acc or whatever the hell it's called now uh a couple months back right and like i i don't compare myself to brian adams in any sense of like Dude, by, better, better yeah, or worse. By our age, Brian Adams was making kajillions of dollars yeah. and had so many hits. Yeah, but seeing him play all those tunes at you know age sixty, whatever he is, and I was just like, I was like, man, I have to do the like those tunes. Like I do some of his tunes for like you know wedding gigs or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? It's like I have to do those tunes. In the original key, because okay, like, I'll, yeah. I'll take some stuff down, right? Because it's like it's high, it's hard, it's Dude, hard to summer sing. Summer '69, but I just, do it in C. Yeah, but I saw him do it. I was like, I have to do this in D. Like whatever it takes, <laughs> I'm doing it. I have to. I'm so go. fired yeah. up. And not because it's man, like, yeah. Not because it's like, oh well, if he can do it, then I must be able to. Do it. It's just like he fucking. It was so awesome that yeah. I was like, I have to do this. I want yeah. to, yeah. you know? So where does that sort of end and like the more toxic, like negative thing begin where it's just like, well, you know, this person can't be this good because I'm this good or vice versa or like, or you I, get so, stuck in the whole, like, Oh, he does, you know, he's probably only good because he had these, these, you know, advantages. And it's like, maybe that's partially true, but what, what can you do about it? You know? Yeah, and, and I mean, even like on a more, uh, 
so funny. It's so funny that we're talking about competition. It's like every yeah. time I'm, I have to preface everything by like explaining what level people are on <laughs> relation to me, which yeah. is like fully this. Um, but like even on a more like a gig where like I'm playing with you or like I'm playing with Will yeah. or like I played a gig with Chris Bray a couple oh, yeah. weeks ago. I, yeah, we, we will talk about him. And it was like, well, it was just so much fun playing guitar with Chris. And it's like, yeah. that is kind of an, it's not a competitive thing. I'm not like, well, I have to be, I have to play faster. I have to play yeah. whatever. But it's also, it's, it's also inspiring where it's like, man, I just, I want to pick up my guitar because of how awesome yes. this guy is yes. and how much fun I had playing with him. And yes. it's like, that makes me want to pick up my guitar more. So that's great. Right. So where does that begin in the negative stuff or where does that end in the negative stuff kind of begin? So I think if you're doing things, um, if you're using sort of competition as like a motivator or inspiration as a motivator or what you're having these experiences and you are uh, there, they are uh, causing you to further your own goals and progress and like what you're trying to do. Yeah. Right. Then I think that's good. If you are, if your goal becomes for the sake of competing with somebody else. For the sake of being better. For the sake of being better yeah. or or whatever the case may be, then that's when I think it starts to become um, negative. Yep, yep. And I, I get that. I, so it's funny that you mentioned Chris Bray. So I think I've said this before. Well, I have said the initial thing before, but I think I've called this out before. When we first started our, our podcast, I was like, when people find out about Chris Bray and Jeff Brown, they're gonna, <laughs> yeah. they're just gonna go, and that's what happened. One of them plays with Jade now. One of them plays with Washboard now, right? Um, well, that's why I started podcasting. You see, that's exactly hedging. It's called hedging. Uh, yes, that's exactly it. Hedging them bets. Charlie's got to, you know, Charlie's got to go through college and university. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, no, like uh, just seeing them and having them in the scene has forced me to up up my game but it's like i'm buddies with them too you know what i mean like i see them all the time we run in the same circles so it's it's like cool in that sense as well too whereas it's not like you know i'm off in the distance being like plotting their demise i'm more like i want to you know be able to keep up with the boys and have a good time and kind of mm -hmm. do music together you know um but uh yeah no i and this brings me on to a, another thing as well too and we were kind of talking about you specifically before you and your acoustic playing. This mm. is what I what I call competing on your own terms, and I'm sure everybody else would. <laughs> um, but it's like finding what your strengths are uh, and what you want to be strong because you can't be strong in everything. You know what I mean? Say, for instance, yes. Will is a great example of this. He has the things that he does, and ever since Humber, the things that he doesn't do in Humber. He's not, he wasn't a jazz guy. It's a fucking jazz program, but he wasn't mm -hmm. a jazz guy. He was kind of more like a rock guy, uh, a pop guy, that sort of thing. Maybe a little bit of metal. And like people were drawn to that. It's like, oh, if you want to do this sort of thing, Will's the guy to go to. Instead mm -hmm. of some of the people that maybe could do a bit of that and a bit of the jazz thing. Um, you know, Will was just concerned about doing the things he wanted to do, which in turn is almost a little bit more enjoyable. It's like, well, what do you like? You like Rob Thomas and acoustic and shit. Like you do something on acoustic that 
I don't, I, I haven't seen other people doing, you know what I mean? I've talked to Matt Coble about it and he's like, yeah, like Al will send me an acoustic track and it's like, I don't even need to like edit it. It's just like the timing is perfect. The touch is perfect. You know what I mean? And like, that is, that is your thing. You know, that's one of your things. Also the mixing as well too, you know, like all the things. So I think that that's a cool I appreciate that. I mean, yeah, I I think that makes a lot of sense. Like if you're if you're like, oh well, I want to be better than person A because like I, you know, therefore I'm gonna like shed a bunch of of jazz yeah. technique. You know, like for me that doesn't make any sense. Like I I I I wouldn't I can't picture myself sort of getting into the mode where it's like, okay, well I'm just gonna, you know bang my head against this wall of this like style of music that I just like not really super inclined or like interested in being great at. I think it's a great style of music, but like you're saying, it's like not really my thing. Right. So I, I'm not going to put the pressure on myself to be able to jazz as hard as like, you know, I I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but there's many, you know, great players. out there. Like the keyboard gigs I was doing at Wonderland the other, like over, over, you know, it's like, look, I I learned a couple of, you know, triad chord shapes and like figured out the chords of the songs I was doing, yeah. but like I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna put that kind of pressure on myself to to play as good as Eddie does and Eddie, yes, Eddie writers like down the, you know, just checking uh, it out in the other uh, area of of this doing the same gig, but you know, different music or whatever. And guys, like you know. Uh, a generational piano player it's like yeah. i'm not gonna I, I i don't i'm not gonna put that pressure on myself it's like i'm gonna do what i can do as best as i can do it on yep. this gig and yep. and that's sort of yeah i think that's i think that's a great way to kind of look at it yeah. well, so that your example of you playing piano is also you competing on your own terms you know what i mean so say for instance i mean i just did it so i wouldn't have to hold on to strings in the cold weather. <laughs> sure. That's well, and that too. Yeah. But like, say for instance, <laughs> the fact that you play piano, yeah. that, that's something that is different than, you know, other instruments, like people who play other instruments. And whether you did that out of practicality, I find that I sometimes do stuff like that. I'll like work on things and be like, this will be good for gigs, which is maybe not a, the best, but, uh, you know, maybe someone does something like that. Like, well, I'm going to learn the harmonica because, that would be cool. And it's like, that's the thing you can do now, though. If you enjoy doing the thing, like, I feel like you should be focusing on the things that you enjoy in music and trying to make those things work for your career, as opposed to spending too much time trying to compete um, with, you know, I don't know, it's like, oh, this singer has a bunch of runs in their songs. Maybe you don't need runs in your songs. That's Maybe a great, that's a great example. Yeah. You know? It's just th- just being like, oh well, th- this person's actually man. I mean, how many like how how many like uh, songs or whatever you hear come out? It's just like, man, that sounds just like the last thing that was a big hit, you know? Yeah. And just people's like, well, that you know, they're doing it. We got to do it. You yeah. know, they're doing a hip hop infused country tune. We got to do one. Yeah. They're doing a, a you know a, a bro country song. We got to do a bro country song. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't. Cause and, it, and when I, it when it becomes about yeah. that competitive nature, um, and you definitely see that in in different circles and different parts of the industry or whatever, it's like that's when you start losing your way, I think. And and yeah, 
do yeah, your own thing, man. If it's a genuine thing, though, too, is I feel like it maybe comes across more. Like, so say, for instance, it's like, oh, man, I never thought to. I really have loved hip hop my whole life, but I'm a country artist and I'm going to stick to country. But I've never thought, like, I could start to incorporate a few elements from hip hop into my music. I feel like that's, mm-hmm. like, genuine, you know, as opposed yeah. to, like, man, if I throw those trap hats in on this song about a truck, I'm going to make crazy money. You know, like once again, taking career advice for me is the worst well, idea but, ever. Or just like, it's just, I mean, it's almost two ways of looking at the exact same thing, right? It's yeah. like, okay, so let's say, you know, I'm an artist and I'm competing with, I feel like I'm in competition with another other art, another artist. We're in like similar spots in our career or whatever. You and Thomas? they release, a, they release like a hip hop tune. And I'm like, man, I got to do that. I'm better yeah. than them. I can do that better than they can. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wh- that. that's not cool, right? Um, but... It's like I could hear that person release the the hip hop country tune and be like, "Man, that's cool as hell! I want to do yes. that. Yes. I think that's so cool. I want to do that." Like it's it's two different ways of framing the exact same that's exactly thing, it. but it's like same with the competition thing. There's the healthy that's way exactly and an unhealthy way. Yeah, yeah. And so if you know, it's all about how is that going to sort of affect you um, in your own sort of journey and your own like feelings of self worth and and that kind of stuff. So. Um, I don't know that I have a lot of like actionable advice, but I think that those are just sort of the two sides of the coin. And I think it's healthier to be on the inspiration side than the, 100%. the competition side. I'm not really sure how you, how you get yourself there. If you're feeling like you're really, you know, trying to beat other people. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't feel that way. And I'm grateful that I don't because I, I think I catch it would myself be, feeling that way a bunch. Not uh, not lately, but just in my life, that has been like a theme. I'm like, I want to be great, good, you know, do yeah. better. But it's like, why don't I just want to be good at the things I want to be good at? You know, be good but at like my how things many times that I enjoy. We, like, how many times have you brought this up on the on the podcast? Even it's like, wh- I want to be great. What does that mean? That's exactly. I want to be good. Yeah. I want to be a yeah, good yeah. musician. What does that yeah. mean? It doesn't yeah. mean anything. It's right? an impossible goal, right? Yeah. Well, because so, also too. D- if say for instance I become quote unquote the best polka guitar player, there's still a guy who plays polka almost as good as me and then can also play country. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's always gonna be a bigger fish in something, but it doesn't matter because you're you're just trying to be good at the things that you're good at, you know? And and trying to focus on the almost the art aspect of it and the inspiration aspect. Well and you I, have to okay, so here it is. Here's what it is. You have you to go. enjoy the process, right? Fuck. Because if you're like, you go. I, I want to be great at guitar. Okay, yes. you're great at guitar. Now, what are you going to do? Yes. Right? That doesn't, it's not satisfying, right? So and you the have results to, of money and success are not guaranteed based off of how good you are. <laughs> yeah. So you have, fact. To, you have to enjoy the process. So yeah. if you make it about the process rather than like setting benchmarks, yeah. like I can play this style or I can play this many bebop licks on Donnelly. Swing 300 like, beats per minute. Yeah, like, or whatever. If it's not about benchmarks, if it's not about comparing yourself to other people, but rather, like, enjoying the process and the awesomeness of, like, being a, an actual part of music and being mm. involved with music and, like, enjoying that growth and, and, and doing what you're doing and then looking at what other people are doing and being like, man, that's awesome, I want to do that too. That's, and then enjoying the doing rather than being like, I have to yes. do this so that I can feel good about myself. That doesn't you sound work. sound like my therapist, and I love it. Yeah. You and so, Kate Cicery. That's what it is. It's the process, and that's how 
Trust the process. It's a final That's a reference to something I very, I very barely understand. Um, <laughs> it's a basketball thing. And yeah, some yeah. Guy, yeah some, do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? The it's process? a sports thing. Yeah, trust yeah. the process. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. Well, so this guy was oh. like, you know, intentionally getting bad players so that he could draft good players. And it was a long-winded process. And anyways, I don't fully understand it, so it's not worth getting into Point being, get inspired. Don't be a dick. Uh, and uh, never heard you make a sports be reference before. <laughs> I know it really doesn't. <laughs> you know what? It, it's not even a sports reference. It's a podcast reference to a sports reference. Okay, uh, uh, that makes sense. Reply all, and they do yes, th- yes, no. So if you know what that is, and you've been listening to my advice and listening to reply all guys, then uh, I love you, and it's uh, all that matters to me. So are you going to like ice any of your players in our fantasy league or what? Uh, okay. Well, so What's speaking of sports, uh, I haven't done shit. We, they tried to get me to join their, their hockey fantasy pool to, to maybe get me to watch sports. Um, and I genuinely feel like I'm missing something out. I'm not proud that I don't like sports. I, I'm fucking, you know, I'm, I got mad FOMO, but, um, so the first few weeks of the pool, I didn't activate my players and then my buddy Holt was like, oh, man, you have the best player in the league, according to the pool, and he's on your bench. I have Connor McDavid on the bench. And so he was kind of like, what the hell are you doing? So now every single week, the only thing I do is like go on <laughs> and put Connor McDavid on the bench every week. <laughs> so if Just you're listening, Connor Holt. McDavid, uh, I, I hope that means something to you. Yeah. But I should get I into it, man. It's you know, like you don't even need to watch any of the games. It's all numbers. It's all numbers. Mm. Just reading stats. It's like, you know, it's like mini gambling. You're like, oh well this guy got yes. ten points last week. Is he gonna do it again this week? You know? Yeah. It's fun. And it's competitive and you can chirp the other person that you're uh, you're mashed up against. The ultimate hey, chirp, you know, if it's not though. if it's not for you, it's not for you, but I I I think you can get into it. I get such a huge kick out of benching Connor McDavid. Right. You're I mean, just even you're, if I got into it, I I feel like I'd still just bench him, you know, just for the fun of it. You're here for the anarchy. Yes. Yeah. Burn it all to the ground. Right. Twenty twenty three. You heard it here. <laughs> um have we like have we capped off this this topic? What do you I think? I think so. I mean, I, I think the, the broad strokes of it are get inspired, don't be a dick. You know, don't compare yourself to other people, you know, unhealthily. Just compare yourself to where you were before um, and uh, enjoy it. Enjoy the, enjoy process. the process. Yeah. Or, uh, or else you're going to be like 70 and be like, man, I can sweep pick. What does this get <laughs> me? I can't sweep pick. That is actually no, one of the happen. first times that I was competing on my own terms. I'm like, I'm never going to fucking use this, so I'm not going to learn this. Competing on your own terms, I like that. Yeah. It's a good phrase. That's the name of my fucking autobiography. Right. Coming out January 3rd, tomorrow. Mm. Get it on musicguypodcast.com. Dot com. Let us know what you think about this topic, dear listener. Um, music guy podcast at gmail.com or you can find me on social media Al Rowe Music you can find Michael at Bruno the Meek on Instagram um, you can check out our Patreon I think that's going to do it for this one uh, if you want to send us songs 
to play, you can do that as well. Or if you have questions about anything, you can send us those as well, and we will read them on the air or play your music on the air. It's all good. We, we appreciate might. you listening. Um, hope you enjoyed this one. We'll see you very soon. Have a great start to 2023. Bye for now. <laughs>